Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Bow Hunter Planet Podcast, your gateway to the wonderful world of archery and bow hunting. The Bow Hunter Planet Podcast would like to thank our outdoor partners for their support. It's because of these companies we can keep this show educating, entertaining, and growing the archery heritage. Please check out these partners' links in the description of this podcast. Now, your hosts, Tim and Dave. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. We hope everybody's having a safe and good time hunting this year. You know, right now it's pretty much the middle or maybe towards the end of the season uh, as we go through. But uh, today we have a special guest, Casey on from G5 Outdoors, who makes Prime and Quest and Montax. I mean, they make all these great things. So Casey, thank you so much for joining us Say How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, just starts snowing here in Michigan, so... Deer starting to move and we're all getting excited. We got done with the bow launch, so we all have a little bit of time to head out to the woods now. So we're all very excited. Yeah, I bet, man. Busy time of year for everybody, especially, uh, you know, you guys launching the bows and all that kind of stuff. I think Dave will probably talk about his experience with the one that he just shot uh, coming up. Uh, uh, Word is he loved it, which is awesome. So it's an exciting, exciting time, though. First yeah. off, I just want to say how exciting it is to talk to a Michigander. Uh, it's very rare. There's not many companies in the industry that we talk to are from Michigan. So, you know, awesome. That's number one. <laughs> number <Yeah>. two, uh, <laughs> when it comes to bows, the inline was uh, absolutely amazing. Like, I was blown away. In fact, I, I was, so I drew the bow and I'm like, really? Cause like when it locked in, it was like so solid. And I was like, wow, this is, this is a nice shooting bow. At first I'm like, I'm not sure, you know, do I, do I like this bow? And, and then this said, now remind you this at 70 pounds. So I'm, I'm doing, this is a little more than I normally pull, but cause we're doing the speed test of the video. Yeah. And then I dropped it to 60 to do the shot segment. And then I was like blown away. I was like, this mm-hmm. is like unbelievable. And, and the power that comes out of this bow and the speed, I was like, dude, these guys aren't messing around this year. This thing is legit and it is, they're going for top, top shelf here on this bow. And I could tell, like when I shot that bow, I was like, this is serious business right now. <laughs> These guys yeah. engineered something that's nothing like I've shot before. And it, it honestly, as of right now, I, I want to say it could be the best shooting bow I've shot this year. I mean, absolutely an amazing, amazing bow. So I guess tell us a little bit about the inline. Like how did this come to be this bow from prime? Yeah. So yeah, this this bow was a very, very big move for us. Um, obviously, as Prime, we've been known for our parallel cam system um, and the whole purpose and design behind that, um, behind that system is to eliminate cam lean. So it pretty much evenly distributes that load throughout the, throughout the draw cycle on that main axle. So um, what our engineers were able to do is condense that system. And we've been working for, I think, three, four years now on how do we accomplish the same thing that the parallel cam system does 
but make it just a simpler system. Um, and we love the parallel cam system. There's There are a few cons to it, which we were able to accomplish fixing in this cam, but um, but it, it's, it's a perfect system, it really is. Um, but the only thing that we didn't like about it is it's a little bit intimidating for the, the end user is you have this, all these strings, cables, we had a seven track system last year. So as much as it works, it, it's very intimidating and, it, and it's, it's just a pain in the butt to kind of, to get tuning and, and stuff like that. So um, bring it to a single track system and um, accomplish the same thing that we did with that parallel cam was a big feat for us. So the way we did that is as you're drawing back the bow, we have a mod that takes those cables and actually moves them in line. It brings that cable underneath your main string track. So it perfectly balances that cam. So it gets rid of your cam lean and it's just more consistent. So the more consistent your cam works, the more consistent arrow flight you're gonna have. You're not gonna be as wonky with, with different arrows, different spines, stuff like that. Um, you're gonna have just a more consistent arrow flight. So um, that was kind of the whole premise behind the inline cam system. And it, it ended up, we ended up finding out that having the parallel cam added a little bit more vibration. You have a lot more metal spinning. So it wasn't as fast as this bow. Um, in a lot of cases. So we just had a, quite a bit of things, um, a lot of positives that ended up coming out of this system. So, um, but I mean, as soon as we put it on a bow and we took our first few shots, it and uh, it, it shook, I mean, it shocked us all. We were all very pleasantly surprised with the way this thing turned out. So um, I think it's important to note that, <laughs> I think it's important to note that creating a new cam is like one of the hardest things to do in this industry oh and, and, and very rarely do you see a company actually create a whole new cam we see it some other brands but take them many years to do it um and you guys oh, yeah. did it super fast and not only is it super fast it's super efficient and i could tell just by shooting it i was like blown away by the shot performance um but i do recommend everybody who's listening watch the video uh from scott that online that g5 prime has that uh, goes through how it works and like it, it actually shows how it balances to the center every time you draw the bow. And that is literally an incredible video. We tried to cut a, a piece of it into our video we did because I was just blown away how it made sense the way you did it with the drawings so people could understand, but super efficient. The other thing yeah. about the bow that was interesting to me was the curb appeal the sexiness of the bow like literally it goes down and it goes swoosh, and i'm like whoa <laughs> like where'd this thing come from and so i actually made a post earlier on saying man look at these curves you know and it just like engineered yeah. and, and, and machine so cool the way it curves in at the bottom i was blown away by the curve at the bottom tell us yeah, about that well, like how do you guys come to that idea like hey let's just twist that thing at the end and make it look badass so actually, so that actually has a purpose. It's called the swerve. Um, and what our engineers did is for the longest time, we just had a straight riser that went straight down and there was no curve. So what we, so everything that we do is based on balance. So our cam system is based on balance. We have our center grip, which is based on your hand being in the center of the riser and it's perfectly balanced. So what that swerve at the bottom did is we wanted the riser because whenever you draw a bow, your riser, even as, even if it's aluminum, it's the strongest aluminum in the world, it's still going to bend a little bit. So we wanted that riser. So we put a laser on the top of the riser, a laser on the bottom. And then as we drew the bow back, the laser would kind of move. And you'd see how that, that aluminum was bending throughout the draw Ooh. cycle. 
That's so good what idea. we did is they both bend differently in every single bow on the industry. So what we did is we took those lasers and we made that swerve, which ended up, you have the exact same pattern on both the top and the bottom as far as how the riser is moving. Oh, wow. So oh. it's perfectly balanced. It's perfectly as in tune as you can get a riser. So as much as it looks cool, there's a big purpose behind it. So that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. I would just thought, you know, it's like, yeah, let's throw a curve in it, but that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's the thing is, I mean, our engineers are, they're so nerdy and they're so awesome. They, they, they know their <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, our cam system alone, that video that you saw, that five minute video, that was initially a 35 minute video. I mean, I just sitting there recording it. It's just like, all right, we gotta, we gotta wrap this up at some point. I don't but know if you saying, saw our cut of it. I actually cut it up for you because yeah. I was like, it's still too long. I gotta snip this thing. It's oh, gotta yeah, be just show me the the main thing that's gonna happen here. Um, yeah, so was, so this bow launched in the one, the three, and the five. Uh, yes, 31 axle axle, 33 axle axle, 35 axle axle, um, 30 to 80 pounds, which I think is awesome, uh, to give that ability to people who want the 80 pounder. And I know probably most people don't use that around here, I would think, but out West, maybe they'd want it for, you know, if they have to shoot distances. I remember having a conversation with somebody out, I hunted out West and he told me his normal shot 60 yards. So I was like, mm -hmm. dang, like my yeah. number yards, my normal shots like 18 yards here in Michigan. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it definitely comes in handy out West. Let's see. And then the bow. So uh, now let's talk about the draw links. Cause it does look like you guys missed the 31 inch mark. Uh, is there yeah. a reason for that? Is that cam just not able to get the 31 or how does that, what, I guess what's going so, on there. So there is a reason behind it. It's something that we've struggled with the, the past few years. Um, and it's something that we're addressing for next year's bow. But um, the reason behind it is because of our center grip, um, it bumps the hand up in the riser. So it shortens that length on the top cam. So where we can only get a 30 and a half, it's, it's, that cam is equivalent to any other bow on the market getting to like 32 inches. So that's a lot for us. Yeah, um, yeah. So, is there a way is there a way a 31 inch person could use a 30.5 like i don't know i'm asking i don't i don't know is um, it, can you yeah, tweak anything yeah, in the string or the there's or the definitely loop? ways around it yeah you can um we don't recommend it but you can take a few twists out of a string you can um so see your pro shop <laughs> yeah see your, might see be some possible don't don't tinker around with it but <laughs> yeah you um, don't tinker. <laughs> there are ways to to get a little bit more out of it i wouldn't say you're going to get to 31 but you're you can yeah. you can back out a quarter inch and kind of tweak a little bit more out of it let's talk about the nano grip this is something i've never seen before is the first time i actually held it in my hand i really liked it a lot i love the idea of this grip uh completely encasing in almost in two pieces the, the the riser so that you actually don't have to touch metal this is one thing i haven't seen yet when i saw yours i was blown away because this actually fixed the issue i've seen with other manufacturers that they have you know the front is always metal and you're always going to touch some sort of metal and you guys kind of got yeah. rid of that by adding the front piece so i guess tell us a little bit about that like how that thing came about yeah so it's actually um it's just a plastic overmold is what that the black part of it is but the real technology in it is the thing that's between it. So um, between the riser and that, that overmold grip. So there's a piece of white foam 
Um, it's called Aerogel. It was actually developed by NASA um, and they use them in their spacesuits and a lot of the, just the whole spaceship in general. But what it does is it it's 98% air, I believe. So it's it's a real, it doesn't take any, any heat, any coldness. So um, having that layer in between our grip and our riser just eliminates all your cold riser going to that grip. So, because naturally a plastic overmolded grip is still going to take up some some of the um, the cold from the riser. Um, so to have some a barrier in between that cold riser and your grip is really where the technology shows. So um, it's I mean it's going to feel just like carbon. It really is. Um, so you're not going to feel any any coldness at all in the winter time, which Obviously, like I said, it just started snowing the other day, so that thing's gonna really come in handy. Yeah, you guys got a lot sweet. going on with this one. I love it, man. I'm, I'm yeah. scrolling through the colors as well, and uh, I gotta tell you, there's some good-looking patterns on here. Yeah, yeah. There's some a few new things. So we've um, my favorite is that morel scar. Um, it. I wish I could show more pictures to you, but it's in person. That bow is the best-looking bow I think we've made. Um, so that pattern started out in our quest line um, on our kids bow and we had like a blue bow with these scars down it, these black marks that streaked down it. Um, and we, we had a blue version and I believe we had, um, I think it was just a blue version. And then this year we came out with um, a new color and we ended up just putting it on like the morel just to see what it looked like. And it ended up looking so good. We brought it to a meeting with our sales reps and they were like, you've got to have this on Prime. And we made our first one with Prime and that color just stuck. We were all just, it looks awesome. And it goes with every camo and it just blends in so well. So it does. It almost looks like uh, one of those retro camos you see, but it, it's pretty stellar, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's uh, really cool looking. Yeah, no, it's, it's a pretty sweet color. Yeah, and it will, it'll go with, like your your mossy oak bottom land and your real tree original and and all that kind of stuff it'll fit perfect with those awesome what what else is new in that uh in that color world because there's a couple of them right yeah we have a new tan um we've kind of struggled in the past picking the perfect tan we've had one um that we thought was going to be money and then we had our little sample come in it was perfect and it was a little bit too light and then the following year, we went a little bit too dark. And I think this year is the first year we've kind of hit it right on the head. So we're going to have that tan here for, for quite a while. Um, and then let's see what other color. We added a prism, which is a target color. Um, and it's, it's very flashy. It's kind of like those old, um, old bass boat color. You know how it's kind of dark the second the light hits it, though? It's going to flash all those colors to you. So yeah. Um, we're thinking the target guys we actually we actually have one of our dealers in Georgia who ordered that bow and that prism with white limbs and he's already killed like two hogs and a deer with it <laughs> I was like what are you doing out in the tree That's with awesome. this shirt yeah with this bright ass bow but <laughs> I love it it looks almost holographic if you will yeah it, it is so it's I wouldn't recommend it for deer hunting, but <laughs> I can't say it hasn't been done yet. So, no doubt. Well, you know, I've seen some of the outfits that people wear, and if the deer don't see them and what they're wearing, um, 
you know, maybe the bow uh, isn't going to blend. Cigarette <laughs> hanging out. Bad, right? Yeah. I mean, if the deer, if the deer makes it close enough to see that color, he's a dead deer already, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. That's cool, though. Oh, man. So, hey, tell us a little bit about, I want to get into the G5 accessory stuff, but first tell us about G5 as a whole. Like, I guess, t- tell us about the Grace family, like how it works and like how it's formed, if you could. Yeah, so um, the Grace family, has, they started out, quite, I don't even know how many years back, as an engineering company, um, and they, they did that for, for quite a while, and that's kind of still one of our major, which is why all of our other products are so precise and so um, technical, is just because we have the capabilities and the experience to do a lot of that, really that high-end engineering, so that's the way we started, and then... Um, I think 25 years ago, we had uh, Lou Grace, um, which is Matt and Nate, his two sons, his father. Um, So Lou Grace started G5 25 years ago. Um, He's a big hunter, so he kind of just got into the broadhead side of things and see, and uh, he's a big innovator too. So he just kind of had a few ideas in the hunting world and and made those and then ended up a few years later designing the Montech, which is um, still G5's number one selling product and kind of what we've we've been known for since the beginning. So um, started that, like I said, 25 years ago, he had, um, he has five kids, um, which is where the G5 name comes from. It's Grace and his five kids. So G5. Ah, Um, And three of his kids worked for us. And now there's, there's two that still, one of them's our CEO and one of them's the chief of engineering. So we still have those two running the show. And 10 years ago, we started Prime. So um, we had a bit of experience in bow making, bow building, just because of our engineering background. Um, We used to make elites bows actually for quite a while. And then we kind of had a few ideas that we thought that we could do some things better. We went to elite, Um, they didn't like our ideas. So we decided to kind of go and do our own thing. And that was kind of the start of Prime. So, we're really just a, just an engineering company who has a big passion in, in bow hunting in the archery world. So, Well, you said something that was small, but is actually big is that Montech is your number one seller, but I, I, I'm going to actually go out there and venture to guess that the Montech is actually the industry's top fixed blade. It is. I mean, that, yeah. that you, when you talk about fixed blade, the, the G5 Montech, I don't know anybody that doesn't know that that broadhead that hasn't shot that broadhead. So yeah, I, I absolutely your number one seller, but I would venture to say that it's probably the industry's number one seller as well. It is. Yeah, we're the leader in in yeah, fixed blade broadheads. Um and people seem to know Montech before they know G5. So it's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had uh who do we have on the other day? It was um 10 point that we 10 had point. on and uh, yeah. lo and behold, Montech. you know, company 10 point known for quality, right? Just like G5. And who do they lean to, to provide a broadhead for their, for their crossbows is, is Montech. So. Yep. Yep. I love how they even said it though. They're like, no, nah, we weren't going to try and make a fixed head. We know who makes the best one. We're doing the yep. Montech. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that was a fun project. It's great. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool broadhead too. So a little bit different from what we, we push out to the general public on our side. So it's a unique color. So. I actually yeah, found cool. the video while we were talking. I found the plant tour we did at G5 years ago. I'll put it in the chat for you guys. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but Lou's in there. 
Uh, that was the one thing Kevin did. Remember, I don't know if you remember that, Tim, but Kevin went there. I was yes, I do. Kevin I remember that video. Day. Yep. They filmed that thing for hours. It was <laughs> he was there all day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he went through the whole process with Lou and how to make a bow and everything. It was awesome. <laughs> well, and it was really impressive. I remember the video because it was really impressive. The um quality control like like the stress tests and all that kind of stuff yeah. that you put stuff mm -hmm. through it was absolutely amazing that's in 2012 see, you know manufacturing is one part but then the testing that you do behind that to make sure that you're putting out quality products i mean it was it was amazing to see back then and i can't imagine what you guys are doing today yeah yeah oh yeah that's from the start why that's why i think we we do make such great products is just because we had all of that engineering equipment and all that experience and um, I mean, in, in the archery industry, you can, I mean, if your riser isn't perfect, it's not going to make the biggest difference. But when we're talking about um, engineering and machining all these parts for the medical industry and for firearms, like you need to be very, very precise on how you do things and how you're, how the, par the parts move in and any imperfection. So um, to carry that over to the archery industry, I think that's why um, we're becoming one of the engineering leaders in the industry. So um, it's just that whole background in, in all those fields. So it's almost the perfect fit for sure. It so, is, yeah. so the, the Montec, um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if, if, if anybody listening hasn't used the Montec, but if you haven't used the Montec, you're out of your mind. Like it's yeah. one of those heads that are just, you know, yeah. symbolic with archery now. And anybody who buys them, loves them. They, they're basically indestructible. I mean, they're a solid piece machine that one piece. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, companies have copied you guys. Companies are trying to make things that are a solid piece now because of what Montec has done. But it doesn't change the fact that a Montec's a Montec. And that, you know, everybody wants that. But let's talk a little bit about the expandable market and what you guys have done there. Because you guys have had the dead meat for a while. And now, I, I did, so did you guys add this mega meet a couple of years ago? When did this one come into the? Uh, yeah, we yeah. launched it at ATA. The last ATA we were all allowed to go to, which was, I believe two years ago. 19 <laughs> right. probably, yeah. Yeah, so we launched it there, um, which is, it's a two inch three blade expandable. So, um, so a little bit bigger than anything else on the market. So our main competition, obviously that broadhead was Rage. Um, they own that expandable market. So we kind of thought, how can we do it better? Um, and we added a blade, but our biggest thing that we did change was, um, was our blade angle. So it's a little bit more, it's not as vertical, it's a lot more horizontal like that. So it's gonna get more of a slicing motion rather than a, than a chopping. Um, so it's just gonna, even with a three blade, you're gonna get a little bit more penetration than a lot of the competition, just because of that blade angle and the blades that we used in it so well you didn't um, you didn't slack putting it out there as a two inch either that's a huge cutting diameter yeah no so yeah. which one of these do you use yourself generally when you're hunting for when you're bow hunting i have switched over to the mega meats um as my full-time broadhead um i had super good luck with the dead meats um but the things that i've seen that mega meat do um I, I i won't use another broadhead for quite a while so um i run our g5 social media as well and the pictures that i get sent in are not appropriate for for social media it is, it is pretty Total and disgusting and um <laughs> as much as there are people out there that really want to see it it's just it's not good stuff so you, know, you get a picture and like there's a hole in the deer that big 
Oh yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Organs hanging out. And oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, it. but the thing is, is that's like as ethical as you can do it. Like the quicker that animal it passes away, the, yeah. the better, the better that broadhead does. But yeah. um, it's the whole point, right? Yeah. You, you, you don't want to see that on social media all the time. So um, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm just reading through it here is that, um, on the mega meat you the blades are actually replaceable yes yep which yeah. i mean you don't get that you don't get that all the time with with mechanical blades no you don't with a lot of the systems the way so the way our broadhead works is it's actually like a rear deploying deploying broadhead um so those blades actually slide down the ferrule so um our ferrule is a two-piece ferrule so you can actually unscrew it and you can slide those blades right out um, slide them back on and you can even replace the collar on them so um, you can use those that same ferrule for as long as you as you want so it's really the blades and the collars that are, you're going to need replacing and the rest of it's good to go so what, what's the mechanism that actually releases the blades is it the pressure on the blade itself when it hits the animal yeah so it's so the blade is held in there by um, a clip. So it's, or not a clip, I should say. It's a collar system that's kind of like a, it's two little things like that that come out and the blade sits in it and it clamps around it. Got um, it. But it's all plastic and, and it's it's measured so that we have a crossbow version and a standard bow and it's all just about kinetic energy and how much it's gonna take to open that blade. So. Um, Coming out of a crossbow, they're going to be a lot quicker, so it's going to take a little bit more energy to break that blade out of the collar. For um, sure. Now, but, is that rated up to a certain speed, the crossbow one? Um, I don't believe so. I think we've shot it out of everything. I don't want to. I don't know for sure, but I believe we shot it out of the new Raven. And oh, and awesome! Yeah, that's kind of what I was leaning towards. Is we're we're seeing speeds of upwards of 500 feet per second now, right? Which is almost <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. So yeah. if you shot no, it out no. of a Raven and uh, successfully, that's I mean, yeah, I can think you can claim that you shot it out of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have. So, but I've heard I've heard rumors of of stuff coming out this year that I don't know if that rock is going to hold up to the. That's going to be a fixed blade crossbow. So those yeah. things are. They're just getting faster and faster and faster so that they are that's yeah, crazy um so moving on to quest real quick uh well actually no before i do that is there anything else you want to talk about in g5's accessories because i know that you guys have some other stuff in there um i don't think so but i will say we will have something new coming out um a new broadhead here in in a few months i believe a month or two um nice which will go yeah which will go in that expandable line so um, okay. You know, pretty good where we're at with the fixed blade. Like I said, that Montec and the new M3 are pretty solid broadheads. I think those will last quite a while. So um, we're looking at the expandable to add one other option. So um, nice. Very yeah, cool. I think about a month. I think January we're gonna we're gonna launch that. So excellent. Can't wait. Um, so when we move on to Quest, the Quest is interesting because quest gives you that ability to reach children which you know obviously we all love and that's really important yeah. for our sport of archery um i will say uh, i guess i'll let you talk, talk about the bows real quick and then i'll i'll throw in my comments <laughs> yeah so quest um the way that it kind of started well so we've we've had quest for quite a while but um it kind of took a downhill as soon as um, big box stores started doing what they're doing and shrinking archery, the archery section. So 
um, that kind of hurt us a little bit as far as making like a really low price point bow. So with this quest line, we've kind of converted it to a higher quality youth bow or a, a little mid price point bow. So um, it started out with that quest um, Sentec NXT, which is our kid version of a bow. So what we, what we want to do is take a lot of the technologies that we've used with Prime and incorporate some of the, those things into the quest line. So um, that youth bow, it's a tiny little bow, but it's, it's super light. It's actually got the center gripped in it. Um, so I think that that's really helpful for kids when they're trying to shoot is you just want to make that experience as good as possible for the kids. So having a center grip, they're not, it's not going to be top heavy swaying like that. They're going to be able to hold on target and hold it up and, and not struggle aiming a little bit. So, um, so that was the whole kind of idea behind that is um, make a high quality product, no plastic, um, and then make it easy for the kid to use. So it is a little bit higher price point than like your little diamond or your edge, um, but, but it is, it's going to last a lot longer. It's going to be able to grow with them and it's just going to be a, a better experience for those kids. So hopefully they stay in archery and, and, and hunting for a little bit longer than they would with a different bow. Now, what, what's the, um, what's the, the draw weight and the, uh, the uh, draw length range on those? Yeah, yeah. 19 to 26 draw lengths. Yep. 26 inch axle axle, 15 to 45 pounds. So a nice variety there. And mm -hmm. uh, 270 feet per second, 2.8 pounds. That's super light. That's yes. Really that is super, super light. Yeah. Super light. And, and it feels even lighter when you're holding it just because of that center grip. So it's like I said, just for the kids, it's easy to hold, which is the main this thing. Is, this is sick. <laughs> it's a galaxy. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, color galaxy. I love it. My kids would want that in a heartbeat. That is the coolest idea. Do you guys use that? I love yeah. it. So cool. And here's the grip. I think you're talking about easy grip. Yep. So our easy grip, that's one of the things that we designed because a lot of the times kids grab it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. um, so to kind of teach them proper form from the beginning on this is how you hold it. Um, it's not going to hurt your wrist. It's going to be easier this way. So um, to throw that little grip in there and, and teach them how to use it from the beginning is just going to hopefully um, enhance that longevity of of your kid shooting a bow. Yeah, it's really it. cool. And what what's and it really kind of just uh, it, it forces their hand open into the into the proper position, really. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you can't yeah, you can't grip it sideways like a lot of kids do. Um, and it forces you to put um the pressure on the right spot on your hand from the beginning. Yeah. Um and kind of that right angle. So um yeah, you just don't want them death gripping the bow right off the bat. So yeah, that's a great idea. I mean, that that's you, you got to start off with the right form. You don't learn the right form off the bat, and you're gonna struggle, you know, for for a mm -hmm. long time until you fix that. So what a great idea, man. Yep. Yep. Cool. I like it a lot. Is this something you guys sell in general, or is this only on your bows? Um, that's only on the quest line, and they actually come with the bow. So uh, we don't sell oh, okay. them. Though. It'll come with it. Nice. There's the uh, scar, but in blue. Yeah. Better look at it right there. Yeah. And then, uh, so then the adult bow. So you guys have one adult bow. Yep. Yep. And that's our Centec. That's kind of our um, our lower price point, but um, in the Quest line. So we took a lot of our parallel cam system stuff and and worked it into a single cam. So um, it's pretty much a prime. Um, a little bit less machining on it. So the, the really detailed stuff that we do with Prime, we don't necessarily do on the Centec. Um, 
So it's a little bit heavier, but it's the same, same style the riser, same style cam, um, just um, in, in a lower price point. So that's kind of how we cut a little bit of the price out of it is we left a little bit more material on it. It was a little bit easier for, for us to make, um, but it's like I said, it still has all that same technology to it. Um, and that's kind of kind of that Suntech line. So what kind of price is this bow? That I believe is 650. Oh, that's not bad. That's right. No. In the middle there. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, that's, that's one thing range. I love about this kid's bow is that, you know, when we talk about other brands, like you guys basically positioned yourself at the top of that kid's bow concept, right? The price yep. point. So if you yep. just not, so if you want a kid's bow and you want the best of the best, you're going to spend a little more money, but get this. So I love it. I think it's a great yeah. idea. Um, separate you guys as well. And, you know, gives a little bit more and, and, and uh, gives more actually in the package, right? You're getting a better yep. bow. So that's awesome. Love it. And I love the adjustability of the cams nowadays. It's so awesome to be able to see a lot of kids uh -huh. fit it. Yeah. And it'll, yeah, it's one of those things that it just grows with them too, with draw weight and draw length. Um, especially when you're spending that kind of money on a bow like that, you want it to grow with them. So, um, is there um, anything anything new coming from Quest this year, or not? Not this. Time? Um, we have a few new colors coming, but um, we're working on some other stuff. Um, I don't believe for this year. I think it's next year, um, but we are working on some stuff for for Quest. It's just going to take a little bit of time. So it always we had a lot going on with Prime this year. <laughs> you guys still making your own strings? Uh, we do. Yeah, we make all our strings in-house, um, and we still do the free strings and cables for life. So um, so any bow that you've previously had and you register it, um, every two years we cool. send you free strings and cables um, wow. as long as you have that bow. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Wow. So just the, I don't know if I've heard that before. I didn't know that. Not, oh, not from you guys, but just like never that, that. that's pretty unique for the for the industry it is yeah we're the only ones to do that as well so it's it's one of those things where we want our equipment running as high end as we can um, yeah and obviously strings and cables a lot of the time people don't replace them um but us giving people the option to replace them and it's just it, it the bow just performs better when it's got new good equipment on it so um it forces them to bring it into a dealer, get new strings and cables, and make sure that bow's tuned and set up again um, nice and correctly. So it really helps the bow perform well, and it helps people get in the shop um, and make sure their bows, there's nothing wrong with it. So, yeah, I love that. That way, when I miss, I know it's me. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, out of these three, out of the three prime bows, the one, three, and five, which one's your favorite, or which one or would you be using this year? Um, I have the three. Um, it's just, it's a nice in-between. Um, as much as there are a lot of situations where I want a shorter bow, there are a lot of situations where I want a longer bow, but the 33, um, even like with the last year, we had the 34 and the 32. Um, the 33 just seems like it's the perfect axle-to-axle -axle bow. Um, it's just more of an all-around. We do a little bit of target shooting in the summer, and then we do a lot of hunting, so um, it's just that nice middle of the middle of the lane bow. So now, now be honest. Yeah. Are you are you are you do you have that thing cranked up to 80 pounds? I do not. No. <laughs> no I do a 70 pound bow and that's as happy as I'm going. No, we, had, we had a guy in the office who who went up to 80 pounds for his first time last year and 
Um, it didn't last long. As soon as the cold weather hit, trying to pull an 80 pound bow is hard. So I bet. Um, yeah, just a, a nice 70 pounds works for me. <laughs> there you go. I like it, man. I like it. So, so you said that you're going to be able to get out. Have you gotten out yet this year? Actually, if you haven't hunted earlier this year, if you're hunting in Michigan, um, your season's still coming up then for late season bow, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I actually told myself this year that I was, I've been frustrated from the past few years in Michigan. Um, and I told myself I was yep. not going to buy a tag here in Michigan this year, yep. <laughs> um, put all my time towards Ohio and try to get it done there. There you so go. <laughs> I took my brother-in-law hunting, um, trying to get him his first year. And last week, uh, actually just a few days ago, we, uh, we went out there and we had doe in the field and he shot his first doe. Well, half an hour after that, a deer that I had on trail camera quite a while back shows up and he's mid thirties deer, which is a great deer. Yeah. For Michigan. yeah, not bad. Came to 25 yards and I'm sitting there without a bow um, with my brother-in-law after he just, oh. he just punched his tag. So um, needless to say, I will be heading to Bass Pro Shops tomorrow to pick up my tag and that's where I'll be for the rest of the year. There you go. I like it, man. You gotta, gotta get that big boy down for sure. Yeah, I'm trying. Good, <laughs> that's awesome. Now, um, it's funny that you say that about going to Ohio and, and, you know, kind of frustrated with Michigan. I, you know, we, Dave and I talk quite often about that. Um, yeah. you know, like why, why do we continue to buy tags, you know, and this year was no exception. It was, uh, it was a, it was a struggle for, uh, for a lot of hunters that I heard, and it was a struggle mm -hmm. for us too. Um, you know, not only seeding size, but just, you know, it just seems to be different quality deer the last couple of years. And the frequency has been a little bit different as well. Um, you know, a lot of that, some of that has to do with our own property that we're hunting and changes that kind yeah. of occurred on that property. Uh, but we always talk about, man, I, I think we need to move south of the border here when uh, hunting season comes yeah. potentially. Yeah, no, it's actually, so this year I've actually noticed kind of the opposite. Um, but I think it has to do with um, I hunt on my grand, grandpa's land and it's, it's just about eight to 10 acres. Um, so it's a smaller little piece, but I think I, we've been seeing bigger deer than we ever have the last few years, um, which isn't saying much, but they're, they're bigger than what we've seen before. But right. I believe that the reason is, is, uh, his neighbors are just getting older and older and they're not hunting as much anymore. So ah. it's all to do with hunting pressure. Um, but before you know it, he's going to have his grandkids out there and then they're going to be into it. So I got a nice little gap here where I got to shoot some deer before, before his grandkids get old enough where they're hunting too. So, yeah, what, what drives me nuts is, you know, you hunt all season. We didn't really see anything too sizable come out or anything mm -hmm. like that. And then I'm sitting uh, on my couch yesterday and I'm reading, you know, scrolling through Facebook and I see two articles from Fraser, Michigan, um, you know, middle of the, you know, it's suburbs. Yeah. yeah, there was an eight point crossing, crossing one of the busiest roads. And then they, they rescued a, uh, a 12 point out of a pool in yeah, Fraser as well. And I'm like, those city deer, man, they're just, a, they're a different, uh, they're a different animal completely than uh, what we see when we're not in the city. So yes, yes. There, no, Michigan's got the potential to grow some giant deer. It's just um managing what right. the problem is yeah yeah there yeah i mean there's there's a lot of management that needs to happen i think so yeah i agree
All in good time, hopefully, man. Well, you know, I wish you luck. It sounds like you're going to be out and about and in the field. Um, you know, that's going to be a great time for you to put that uh, prime bow to the test and uh, and hopefully get her done, man. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Hopefully he just does the same thing he did the other night. Good so, deal. But, All right, oh, Casey, I'm going to your season going. Terrible. I'm sorry, unless you wanted to. <laughs> Dave yeah, doesn't like to talk honey. about it. No. no. This season's been terrible. I'm actually I got try meat something in the different. freezer, but that was an early choice, and and that early choice to put meat in the freezer paid off because there wasn't much that happened after that. Yeah. So, I just want to try a little something different for the show. I'm going to actually go through a couple of the comments people are leaving on some of the posts we've done for you guys, and just get your opinion on some of them. I mean, some are going to be BS, right? I, I'm not going to oh, yeah. talk about those just because it's stupid. But like, yeah. let's see. Um, I'm going to go to TikTok first because that one had a decent amount of good questions. Um, let's see. Okay. Comments. I have a prime rival need an update. Yes, sir, you do. Uh, that's awesome. I really need to buy a new bow one of these days. I really enjoy your test. Okay, thank you. Thank you. I guess it's for both of us. Yeah. That's awesome. That color, though, with a whole bunch of hearts. I think the person actually likes the color um here's the question on the the uh you know we talked about this but i'm gonna throw it out there because it's on here my question is why did they make a 33 inch axe axe bow and the longest draw link is 30.5 but you've already answered that so yep. there's a couple like that uh, you know i'll just tell you now there's like two or three but you've obviously well, answered the question it's just not drawing yeah, was the number one thing we heard this year so uh, i just watched a demo video on them seems pretty killer would love to test against my matthews there you go can I buy it somewhere? I put yes, your local prime dealer. That was uh, that one. Nothing too bad in that one. We'll see this other one. This other one, they really tear you up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. I don't think there's much to tear up on that inline, man. I've heard Let's nothing see. but good things. Yeah, finally oh. got some prime. That was a good positive. I just bought a Logic CT5 Tradia, question mark. I said no. Uh, what's the price? <laughs> I put the price. I could use a new bow but they come with the price while well, every bow does, right? They're all mm -hmm. saying you guys aren't any different in any, the price mm -hmm. around your competitors. So I uh, want one super sweet, all different people. Uh, boys had an eye for them. Uh, just not the wallet, but again, that's the same thing. Uh, I love my prime might have to get one of them and get it done like mine. Oh, maybe he customized it his or something. Mm -hmm. Love me some curves damn sweet curves whole bunch of curve things that's great <laughs> um can't wait to get the shop sense. and shoot one so mostly positive stuff there's a lot of people are asking where do i get one so i mean I've, i just said go to your local dealer obviously they're gonna have to go on your website it's probably the easiest way to find it. if you guys are looking um just visit prime's website i'll link it below in the description no big deal i mean everything's there but it's back to hunting, Casey. Yeah, it's not. It's been literally terrible. It's it's only terrible for us because our spot has been compromised in a lot of bad ways. We hunt an airport, and oh, no. they put a fence up, and it messed up everything. They decided, oh, the runway needs to be safe from the deer. We used to have like seventy deer come out in the fields. Now we saw like <laughs> what Tim, twenty deer total this year, spread out, and not even big bucks <laughs> on a on a seven day on a seven day trip right morning evening all seven that days. stuff seven days i saw five deer one of them was a spike the rest were all does and and this they came coming. in groups right this so is out, of, out of 14 total hunts i saw a deer three times and this is on a property a property that for the last three years we've seen 150 inch plus deer 
two or three of them on this property in the past three to four years. We've seen it every year. We go out early, start scoping across the, the runway and the field all the way to the edge. And there always be a monster. It looked like an elk come out and start, you know, chasing doe. I mean, it's crazy. And yeah. then this year we're like, how could this happen? This is like total devastation. So now we're like in a whole different mode. We're looking at going to Emmett now, trying to find a new place to go. Yeah. It's been terrible. So yeah, so if anybody out there has a lease in Michigan or Ohio, let us know. Let us know for sure. <laughs> we'll invite yeah, you, Casey. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll get you out there. Yeah. We'll get yeah, you. Yeah, we gotta get back sure. to G five soon. I gotta come back and see the place. And I actually never got to go, so it was only Kevin. Uh, yeah. But being so close, we gotta definitely get that going. That'd be fun. No, absolutely. I know you guys are. We're looking at visiting. Obviously, right now we have some covid problems at work um, yeah sure there's some yeah I mean, it's going back around michigan so yeah. we're we're kind of are you going in or you work working yeah we're still going in um it's the front office is fine um a lot of the people there are still healthy but it's yeah. um it's back in production that it's starting to go around quite a bit so yeah. um just kind of letting it work itself out there and and we'll hope to be back to how's it going with demand right now short um demand is for like the new bows you're talking yeah about. just try to keep up i mean you guys able to keep up is it being hard to keep up or yeah no it's been it's been pretty pretty good uh we started making bows pretty early earlier than the last few years so um so it's been really good we've been able to keep up with demand we've um we're up i think 140 percent right now awesome. which is really good from already a good That's year amazing. last year so um, this new bow has impressed quite a bit of people, and it wasn't just kind of us that it impressed. So um, it's good to see that the people. So it's just going to be making them fast enough to go out the door. So um, we think the more people that shoot them, the more orders we're going to get, and just keeping up with that is going to be a struggle this year. So <laughs> just in your in your thought, which one which one of the three models, the three sizes, do you think will do the best overall? The thirty three, I think. Is that generally what people buy that size you would say? Yeah. Yeah. With our center grip, um, it makes a longer bow feel short um, just because it's, it's pretty balanced. And um, as far as we bump the grip up to the center, so you have a shorter amount of metal from your grip up. Um, so our 33 feels a lot like a Matthews or Hoyt at 29 inches, 29, 30 inches. So it feels like a smaller bow, but you get all the advantages of having a longer axle by axle. So that's kind of the the advantages of a 33 and, and where a lot of people tend to lean towards. Awesome. Now, man. Well, I can't wait to see your continued success in that. So, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say real quick, I, I just want to throw this out there. You guys said 337 IBO, right? I believe so. And, yes. Uh, I'm just going to see what I got real quick. I got, so this is amazing to me. So you said 337 IBO. I got 331 with a honey rig, 2970. So that, that actually means that yours, that your bow is probably faster than, than the claim, which is crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. So we, this doesn't happen very often. I'm just going to tell you, we've been doing the show for 12 years and, and not, I've never been a, this close to a speed with the hunting setup. That's incredible. It's a weird. It's a, so IBO speeds are, are really weird in the hunting industry and just the way people, because there isn't a company out there that hits their IBO speed. It's, right. 
it's weird how much people lie and we try to be as honest as we can. So that IBO speed, we've hit it before. We've hit it multiple times and that's kind of, so I would say our speed is usually a little bit below IBO, like four or five um, feet per second, but our competition is lined by 10 to 12 feet per second a lot of the time. Yeah. So yep. um, it's weird too. too. Yep. So um, we put an honest IBO out there and it seems like a lot of bows are hitting that IBO. And, and people are kind of just like you were, Dave, you're acting a little bit shocked that it hit IBO just because. Well, because um, most of them don't. Most of them are pretty. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. Here's the thing. I personally, we actually don't touch IBO standard on purpose. We leave it alone. Mm -hmm. We do a BHP standard, which we're actually going to start labeling and put, giving everybody if they want to use it. Because yeah. we do it with a hunting rig. And our thought is we want to shoot it with a whisker biscuit with very specific things that a, a normal hunter would go out and do and give you a speed. But what I've been telling companies for years is, and I tell us all the time, I say, why don't you just use the speed that I'm actually getting, you know, like yeah. that way, you know, it's like this, this is a BHP rated hunting, you know, speed. And if you're going to hunt, this is what you're going to get. But 331 yeah. is absolutely incredible. Like this is like a fast freaking bow. Um, yeah. I, you know, and the way it was hitting and stuff, like I was literally blown away. And I shoot a lot of bows, man, like all the time. And that bow hit super hard. I mean, yeah. with very good smoothness. I'm not just saying this. I'm I'm just being honest. This is no, probably one of my good, favorite. That's good to hear. No, we're we're here. Some, you guys did something right. That's all I'm saying. Something is yeah. really clicking in a great yeah. way. But this speed was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. So yeah. hats off. <laughs> well, thank you. We appreciate it. I know. For sure, man. I'll let our engineers know you guys are very happy with it. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate having you guys on. Again, follow Michiganders. Very happy to uh, chat with you guys and very excited for you guys. We think that this is something major. This this bow um, could really define you guys for the future. And it, from what I've seen, it's going to be a very positive future for you guys on this bow as long as people shoot it. So you got to get your dealer, shoot the yeah. bow. Um, I'll link below uh, their websites so you could go and find a dealer local near you but definitely shoot the bow don't buy another bow until you shoot it that's all i'm gonna say yep. <laughs> yeah, that's all, that's, yeah that's all we ask we uh we trust our technology enough to to beat out the competition so that's all we do is ask you i mean a prime is not going to fit everybody there are people that are going to like a hoyt and they're going to like a matthews or they're going to like um another bow so it do yourself some justice, shoot every bow and pick the one that, that you feel is more comfortable in your hand. So that's all we ask. All right. Thanks, Casey. Thanks, brother. Absolutely. See you next time. talking to you guys. You too, Casey. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.